Hi, this is Lyndon Wall from Refresh Ministries. Welcome to a Quick Tips for Ministry podcast. Today I'm going to talk about handling ministry disappointments. Do you struggle with dealing with ministry setbacks? Maybe you find that the discouragement of it really drags you down. Well, today I'm going to share an insight that will help you with that and to stay more encouraged when things don't go the way you planned. My my thoughts come from Acts chapter 15 and verse chapter 16, where we have Paul's second missionary journey, and we see three significant setbacks that the Apostle Paul experienced, but we also gain an insight as to how these can be handled. And so let's quickly review the setbacks the Apostle Paul had. The first one was that he couldn't work with who he wanted to work with. He and Barnabas had been a great team. Chapter 15, verse 36 chronicles the story. How, as they started the second missionary journey, they had a big dispute over John Mark and they ended up going their separate ways. So Paul ended up working with Silas, but that wasn't his first choice. He wanted to work with Barnabas. So he had this ministry setback of not being able to work with the person he wanted to work with. That happens to us in ministry as well. His second setback was that he couldn't go where he wanted to go. He wanted to go up into Asia, but the Holy Spirit kept forbidding him. And so he was invited over into Europe, and specifically Macedonia and Philippi. Now, if I were Paul, I might be getting a little discouraged. My plans kept suffering change and setbacks. I couldn't work with who I wanted to work with. Couldn't go where I wanted to go. But there was another setback waiting for him. And that was that his plans and strategies would have to be changed as well. And sometimes we can't carry out the plans we want to carry out. Paul and his team end up in Philippi. Paul goes to the place of prayer. He gets a nice church plant going. Things are going well. But then this girl, energized by a demonic spirit, starts to torment him. And finally, Paul takes a stand and casts out the demon. But the owners of the slave girl are very angry. And they throw... Paul and Silas in jail. Talk about a setback. The church plant was going well. The plan was working. They were preaching at the place of prayer. A fledgling church was starting, but suddenly Paul couldn't carry out his plans. He's in jail. Sometimes we can't work with who we want to work with. Sometimes we can't go where we want to go. And sometimes we can't carry out the plans we want to carry out. Setbacks in ministry were the reality for the Apostle Paul, and they are for us too. I'd like to consider the sources of these setbacks. It seems to be that the three setbacks Paul experienced came from three different sources. The first was human weakness. Paul and Barnabas, two godly men, couldn't come to an agreement to move forward. It was their humanness that was at the root of the first setback. Paul couldn't work with who he wanted to work with because of human shortcomings. The second setback was because of the intervention of God. Paul was forbidden to go to Asia by the Holy Spirit. And so God was directing things. And the third setback had a demonic origin. It was a demon-possessed girl that caused the problems that changed the plans. Paul couldn't carry out the plans he wanted because of demonic interference. So Paul's setback had different sources, human weakness, divine intervention, and satanic influences. These same sources result in the setbacks you face in your ministry. How then can we handle these setbacks and learn from what Paul uh, learned? Well, we can learn of the overruling providence of God. 
With every setback, God provided a blessing. When Paul and Barnabas fought, Paul was led to choose new leaders. Silas and Timothy became his ministry partners and later key leaders in the early church. God overruled the setback of human weakness and strengthened the church with young leadership. When Paul was directed to Asia or from Asia to Europe, God had an overruling reason. One commentator on history said so simple and succinct is the narrative that one would little suspect that we are dealing with one of the most significant events in human history. And so what was happening that the gospel moved from Asia to Europe and history has been changed because of that. So we see all these things happening. And one person said, God, Paul rendered his most significant service with the leftovers of a broken plan. And so to handle setbacks, we must throw ourselves on the overruling providence of God. The second choice for our ministry may result in our best ministry. Resting in God's ability to overrule allows us to do two important things for our health. First, it allows us to let go of our setbacks and be at peace. And second, it allows us to let go of the if-onlys that can torment our minds. One day, I was talking to a pastor who had just resigned from his church. I asked if he was at peace with his decision. He replied that decisions like this can take some time to be at peace about. He then told me some of his story. He told me that he and his wife had served as missionaries, and he went through burnout. At the end of his term, he came home hoping to recover, but during furlough was not able to recover and did not return back to the mission field. He took up a, a pastorate in his home country. The ministry is very appreciated, but he always felt guilty about his failure and missions, and he carried that guilt for 15 years. And one day he met a man who he had served with in missions, and the man told him, it was good that you didn't come back to the field because while you were on furlough, things changed and your ministry would never have worked. This news relieved him greatly. He realized that God had overruled even through his weakness. He thought he had failed God, but God had given him a fruitful ministry in his home country. And it is wonderful that this man was relieved of this guilt but how much peace he forfeited because he did not trust his ministry setback into the hand of his loving God. If you've been through a ministry setback or are going through one now, I want to encourage you. Your second choice of ministry may become your best ministry. Paul worked with a second choice person, carry out his ministry with a second in a second choice place, and established the church in Philippi with a second choice plan. Yet in all things, God overruled and established a first-rate ministry. This principle has been illustrated in history. You may want to read the story of Adoniram Judson, who wanted to be a missionary in India, but he was kicked out. He was restricted, could not operate there. So he went to Burma. And in Burma, he became widely known as the man who led thousands to Christ in Burma. And he had this great legacy as he established uh, a great Christian church there. But Burma was Judson's second choice. India was close to him, but God overruled, and Burma was reached for Christ. Are you having ministry setbacks? Entrust yourself into the overruling power of your loving God. What you think is second best may prove to be better than you realize.
Well, God bless you. Have yourself a great day. And for more information about our ministry, go to refreshministries.org. And uh, may you be at peace as you deal with your ministry setbacks. Bye for now.